0: A Matter of Spirit is the Quarterly Justice Journal of Intercommunity Peace and Justice Center. This article appeared in Spring 2021 issue on Education Equity. Learning Through a Pandemic. These excerpts are drawn from an interview with Briante Thomas by Amos editor, Samantha Yanity. A few weeks ago, I had the privilege of sitting down with Briante Thomas, a member of Community Passageways, a Seattle-based nonprofit with a vision for zero youth incarceration. In addition to working towards racial equity and centering youth voices, Community Passageways grounds its work in four central principles. Prevention. Keep youth on a good path. Show them paths. Diversion. Keep people out of the prison system and in the community. Support. Support people already in the prison system. Reintegrate. Ensure a smooth, successful integration into the community. Here is Briante's story. So how did you get involved with Community Passageways?
1: I got involved with Community Passageways because I grew up being a rough kid. You know, I had guidance. But I didn't really. It wasn't the good guidance that I needed. I was a reckless kid. I didn't really care about what I was doing. I didn't really care about if I was living to see tomorrow or you know what the case may be. I was caught up with a group of people. I loved somebody. Somebody I was very close to. They gave the police information And they told the police that they got the case on me. They wanted to charge me as an adult. So, when this was going on, it was about a year or so ago. It was either I was either a sophomore or it was the beginning of my junior year.
0: They wanted to try you as an adult?
1: That's because the case was serious. We did a lot of serious stuff. So, yeah, it was around that time. It was like a few of my cases was like juvenile charges, and then the other ones were adult charges, a mixture. When I got connected to Community Passageways, I didn't know Coach Dom, I didn't know Auntie Toira, I didn't know Uncle Paul, I didn't know Uncle Brandon. I didn't know none of them at all. When we first met, I didn't know nobody. They just showed up. They talked for me. With them being who they are, they were able to have such a good relationship and good understanding of everyone around them. It came to the point where the judge got me into the program. My first day at the program, I'm like, I know a lot of people here. There's a lot of people I grew up with. I'm not really with all this. I'm not a people person. I don't like really caring about getting to know people. You know, that's not me. But I want to say they opened my eyes. They made me realize that I am a people person.
0: So you're in school right now?
1: Yes, ma'am. I am a senior.
0: What has this time been like for you to learn and adjust to learning online?
1: I'm trying to take classes and do all this stuff now. When it comes to school, the school is difficult. But if you put the time management in the best time frame, it can be the best of situations. It can also be the worst.
0: What has been the challenge during this time, adjusting to being online as opposed to being in person?
1: I'm going to be real with you, ma'am. I'm not going to sit here and act like I was the best at doing school when it came to being in person. When it came to being in person, I was never really at school. I was really skipping and stuff and all that. And that's not the best thing, you know? CP helped because once it was like, I have to be online for school, I was actually more on to doing school. I'm going to be really true. Last year, I was very far behind. I wasn't supposed to be able to graduate. But now I was able to finish. I caught up with maybe like five classes in less than maybe three months. Complete recovery. I feel like in school, learning is better in school. Learning is always going to be better because you are interacting with the people, like right now, kids that are younger kids that are growing up. I don't feel like this is is good for them. Reasons are a lot of kids don't want to be in class no more due to them being in COVID. It's it's becoming normal isolation there is certain criteria where they have to do or how they should do it and i feel as if it, the future is impacted cuz some aren't going to be as social so being away from school makes you really miss it cuz it's like time that you've taken advantage of you realize is a time that you should really be paying attention because when you're out of school is like yeah you're at home You're on your computer. Yeah, you can type up everything. Yeah, you can reach out to your teachers, but it's not like being in person. You get that by, you get the the realization of with school. But if I would choose to, I wish I could do certain things in person. You're missing that part. You're missing that part of the experience. I'm a senior, so this is my last year, and everything is canceled for us. We don't have sports. We don't have, we don't have a prom. This is the last year for me to do all this and that, of all these important things in my life. And you, you feel like you're experiencing some kind of loss. Like, oh, I don't have these things, these memorable things. Realization is not a loss. It's actually a lesson being taught that, you know, right now being six feet apart is the nice thing for the world. When actually at the same time, we can't expect the world to stay six feet apart because we're humans. We're going to need to socialize. But if you ask me, I feel as if they both have their good and their bad. And now I have. I had to choose one. I would say I'll choose more in person because you know, there's kids that have problems in school and then there's kids that have problems online. Some people will get distracted or something or just certain learning disabilities that they face. But for me, it was different. School wasn't my problem. I liked being in class. I think as if I wish I could have paid more attention I wish I would have wanted some more classes. It's kind of challenging, but it's also good at the same time. It's basically like shooting dice. You know, you're going to run with seven or you're going to crap out.
0: One of the things that I was wondering is, what do you think in our current system is our biggest problem? How are we failing students?
1: This is a good question. How are we showing up for students? Yes, we're learning things, but we're not learning the things that we need to be learning. And I feel as if we need to take back our community. We need to let kids know that they have more opportunities in the world than just being a doctor. Not just being a doctor, being a sports player. Like a lot of people don't know, you can be a garbage man and make it just like the money, just like the doctors making you know? So, I just say new opportunities, new experiences, more guidance, and more knowledge that should actually be given and not stop that, you know? we don't really need it.
0: I think that's really insightful.
1: I say we could take back by letting people, letting kids know that their dreams are beyond measure, no matter what. No matter what the criteria is, No matter what your situation, you bounce back from anything. It's not about the way you started. It's about the way you ended it.
0: You said you can bounce back from anything. Do you find that's what's been true about your life? Do you feel like you're resilient because of the things that you experienced when you were younger?
1: Resilient. Are you asking when you said the things that I have experienced made me the person that I am? Most definitely. That's human. You're not hearing it. You're not able to do both. Accept your mistakes. I do truly feel as if the mistakes that we make make us the people that we are. I truly do feel like that. And this is coming from a person that made a lot of bad mistakes. You know? So when we make in them mistakes, yes, I'm, uh, yeah. At the time, it was bad to do. And am I ashamed or afraid for what I did? No, I'm not. Am I? Do I feel bad at times? I do. I shouldn't have done it. I was very wrongfully. But if I didn't make that decision, if I didn't make the move, I wouldn't be who I am today. And sometimes mistakes are the greatest teachers.
0: So how do you think our society or a larger society can center young voices?
1: Society can help young voices take back young voices. And When I say take back young voices, I'm not talking about take back their rights, take back to speak. When I say take back young voices, put young voices back in your hands. Teach young voices new knowledge. Take back the guidance to lead them the right way for more empowerment. More models, less villains. Growing up, we didn't have a lot of, a lot of role models. We looked up to the villains. That's what we looked up to, and that's that's the truth. It's sad, but it's the truth. So give people something they can look for.
0: If you were to give a message to the younger generation about younger people, what would you want them to take away from all of us?
1: I feel as if we can make a change in this world by making our change within ourselves, making a change within others around us. And as we're making changes within others, around us, and within ourselves, try to feed each other the best positivity. I'm going to be real with you growing up right now. There's a lot of trauma. There's a lot of PTSD. A lot of younger youth and a lot of older youth are going to experience the worst that they ever experienced in life. Right now, reasons are due from COVID, due to just personal danger, just doing a life situation. You let me change within you to help us change into a better way. So basically, we rely on each other to change. You're changing and growing together. Not by yourself. Yes, but not just growing by ourselves, because once again, the older people have more experience in life. About the 50 to 70 year olds, to be honest, it's not what I would want them to know. I will actually want to know what I can know from them. I would want to understand their process, and I would want them to understand my process. But something that I would tell them, really, is that just because we're misunderstood doesn't make us the worst, which is lacking, and we just need healing and process.
0: Yes, I I think that's the biggest misunderstanding. There's this generational wisdom in youth and in aging, and that is something that is shared between us. Community passageways, four focus areas. Teach individuals and communities how to respond to trauma and conflict through restorative justice practices and healing circles. Provide an alternative to the educational and juvenile justice systems that disproportionately punish black and brown youth. Create innovative approaches to leadership and development for young adults. Connect organizations and agencies to partner, collaborate, and share services for advancement of young adults. Five youth protective factors. Individual. Youth's self-esteem, high intelligence, resilient temperament, positive social orientation. Family. Parental supervision, positive relationships with family members, opportunities, and reinforcement for pro-social involvement peer, pro-social peers, parents positive evaluation of peers, school, commitment to school, bonding positive relationships with teachers, aspirations and expectations to go to college, reading and mathematics scores, opportunities and reinforcement for pro-social involvement, community, opportunities and reinforcement for pro-social involvement, for more information, See community passageways.org.